Squared Nation. You guys got Cody coming to you guys today with another amazing and great freaking podcast. Ready to start for the week, guys. Hey, look, the 4th of July is officially over. It's time to get back into a normal routine, ready to rock, ready to roll. And today, I'm going to be taking an ice bath in the middle of this podcast. So there's a very good chance that this is actually going to be the, the probably the shortest podcast of my whole entire podcasting career. But you know what? Why not change up the scenery, switch it up a little bit, and you guys can hear me be in absolute misery and agony for about maybe five to ten minutes here. Um, there's not a whole lot of ice in this bathtub today, so that way I can actually get out some words while I'm talking. Um, but we're going to rock and roll this thing. I'm saying, oh, the key to, you know, if you guys haven't listened to um, any of my former podcasts on ice bath, ice bath, the whole key to doing an ice bath is working on your breathing, working on your breathing and getting that under control. All right. I think we're we're ready to go. I think we're ready to go. Hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm not going to be recording this, mainly because I am naked. All right, so we are going to be rocking and rolling this thing as fast as we can. So today's podcast is going to be talking about all things toxic, all right, and things that you need to think about in a new way in your life that are going to improve your life dramatically. All right. So these are five things that I've really honed in on in my life. And I've talked about a lot of them in foreign podcasts, but we're going to put a little bit more detail into it. And it really comes up to the, 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 you know, the, you know, the average, you know, you are the average of what you do day in and day out. You know, you know, I'm just going to keep going with the quotes and you guys can just complete them for me. Show me your net worth and I'll show you your I messed that up. Jesus, show me your network and I'll show you my net worth. I'm not redoing this podcast. We're going to bring, I'm not stepping in this bathtub again. Um, you know, you are the average of your five closest friends. You know, if you're hanging out with lazy people, you too will be lazy. If you hang out with successful people, eventually you will be successful as, as well. Um, you know, so to kick this thing off, guys, I have five topics I wanted to talk on very quickly so I can get out of this freaking bathtub. And on things that, you know, I think if you cleaned up just a little bit, your life will be improved and you may not see success overnight, but you're going to notice your energy levels improve. You're going to notice your friendships improve, your net worth improved if you guys work on every single one of these things. And I already touched on one of them. I'm going to make this one very quick because I know I talked about this a lot in the past is you need to choose your friends wisely. That is the biggest most instrumental thing that I've ever had in my life, you know, and the more I reflect on my friendships I have that are very close and near and dear to me, you know, I can confidently say that my top five closest friends, there's not a single one of them that works less than 50 hours a week doing something that they absolutely freaking love and enjoy. They, you know, those that are in relationships are in, they're just the, the best significant ever, uh, you know, lovers ever. And, you know, really pour into their significant others so freaking well. And I'm, you know, because I see that, you know, I know I'm going to act the same way. We're all going to act the same way because we all just have that high standard of working hard, coming home, loving your significant other, you know, being happy, traveling the world together, wherever it may be, working on yourself, self-development, self-improvement, that it's not, you know, 
weird to, to see that in each other, you know? And I know that there was a time in friend groups I had that, you know, I was the weird one. I was the wild one that was like, well, all Cody does is work all the time. And, you know, he's freaking crazy for that. I understand why he does that X, Y, Z. We can just keep on going on and on and on. Whew. All right. Still cold in case you guys are wondering. But at the end of the day, you know, the friends that I have right now, they know that's who I am and they support me 110% no matter whatever I want to do. If I want to go be president, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm not surprised. We're kind of surprised you didn't do that earlier. You know, if I want to go be CEO of a company, they're going to support me in that. If I want to go move to freaking Montana and become a freaking hunting guide overnight, they're not even going to bat an eyelash. and be like, yep, we're going to miss not seeing you all the time. But damn, you know what? We really do appreciate you and you know, we just want to see you happy and you should go make that happen because it's going to make you happy. You know, and I will say this too, that most of my friends, I don't actually live near. Um, I actually rarely get to see my closest friend groups, you know, like at the most, it may be weekly. And for some of them, I like get to see quarterly throughout the year. And, you know, I, I, I find myself that when I am around them, I start to act like them again in the best way possible. My mannerisms change, my body language changes, and it's all like the best thing ever. And that's when you know you guys have the absolute right friend groups. Number two, we're going to go right into the next one, Um, social media and the freaking algorithms. Y'all, social media is designed to literally be tailored right towards you and really just to sell you on everything that's out there on the internet, whether it's politics or whether it's an opinion on something else or, you know, products you want to buy or things that you're struggling with, things that you're Googling. Okay, whatever it may be. And I'm going to talk a little bit faster here. And, um... The best thing I ever did was really watch what I search up on my social media pages and what I like and what I heart and what I comment on. And I've got my social media now to where, believe it or not, it's actually a very freaking positive, uplifting environment for me. Everyone's like, oh, social media is so freaking negative. It doesn't have to be that way. Eventually, I started just unfollowing the negative people in my life that I was friends with on Facebook and I was following on Instagram and TikTok and whatever it may have been. And it wasn't whether or not I agreed or disagreed with them. It was just that person gives off, you know, on a continuous basis, a very negative energy to them. And you get to pick or choose who you're friends with on Facebook and who you follow on Instagram. You have full authority over that. So just unfriend the negative people who are always positive, you know, posting the most freaking negative things or they, they, you know, showcase their life in the worst way. Like if they're the ones getting in a fight with their boyfriend or girlfriend, they're posting all about it. If they're going through a breakup and they're just freaking slamming their ex on social media, I already know for a fact that I don't want that person in my life whatsoever. I've unfriended a lot of people, you know, and right now I have like 3000 something friends on Facebook and I don't need that many. And I'm totally good with letting anybody go who is just continuously negative all the time. But from there, even like YouTube, I go on YouTube all the time. And I know like that's a very starting to become a trendy thing, especially for like a younger generation. But for me, I am very careful about what I search up. I actually was just um, up in Madison for a work meeting and I had to borrow one of my coworkers YouTube accounts. And I accidentally stayed on that YouTube account for like a couple days and now her entire YouTube account, all it shows is A, elk hunting videos and B, motivation videos that I listen to every freaking morning because every single night I watch elk hunting videos and every single morning for about 30 to 45 minutes, I use that time to podcast or I'll listen to motivational remixes on 
YouTube. So now her YouTube page all of a sudden completely freaking flipped to that. So I apologize for that. Um, but really being control of your social media guys. If you don't, I know everyone's like, you gotta get off social media. It's so negative and this and that. You don't have to necessarily get rid of social media. You need to use it as a tool for growth rather than something that's there for your social hour. At the end of the day, social media shouldn't be your only social hour. You need that for actual in-person, you know, uh, times actually. So number three is music. Okay. So you guys all know me. You guys know, I love my freaking Tim McGraw, my Shania Twain, my country music. And I'm not bashing any other, you know, uh, music lovers out there who freaking are all about the death metal and the trap music and rap or classical violinist. I don't know, whatever you want to go with that. Um, but music truly does have such a huge impact on the way that you act throughout your life. I know there's a girl that I used to date back in the day and this girl had some major like out of freaking nowhere issues when it came to like anger. I was like, where the frick did this come from? Now I'm going to say this, that she had some other major freaking issues um, that wasn't just all because of music, but it really hit me one day when we were riding the car together and she turned on her favorite music for once and it was like just a screamo, like freaking just death trap music. And I'm like, no wonder you have major anger problems. Like this music makes me freaking mad. Like, yeah, listening to this to the gym is one thing, but just on the in a car riding down the road for casual music is not calming at all. So, but the music that you guys listen to is very important, you know. And even for me, like, you know, I know like I was going through a major breakup. Um, last year and all was, you know, I couldn't listen to country music anymore because what's country music about more often than not breakups, you losing your dog, your truck died, whatever it may be, you know, it's all like the sappy stuff. And I wasn't in the right headspace because it was just making it way freaking worse. So I had to give up music for a while and I just strictly listened to podcasts until I had my head right again. And then once I got my head right again, I was able to actually truly just enjoy the music that I love. So it's really important that if you guys have a favorite genre of music, you got to make sure that's actually helping you in the moment that you're in it's your life or whatever cycle of your life that you're in. Not just, you know, all the time. It's a dependent on you. You got to depend on it sort of thing. Number four, I've talked about this before, and that is your workplace environment. So I know a lot of you guys know this already, but I'm going to say it again. You know, my first job out of high school was a labor worker. I was I was a construction worker in Chicago. I basically dug holes all day. I, you know, freaking ran drills and freaking carried lumber all over the place. And I was that flag guy on the road, you know, for, uh, you know, I did that for, I think, two, three years. You know, and my boss at that time was my biggest influencer. He really was because we worked together 50, 60 hours a day. I rode down to, he lived in Lake Geneva, so he picked me up in Kenosha, and then we drive down to Chicago together. And, you know, he was my biggest influence, but this guy was so damn negative. And he was a, you want to talk about a guy that freaked out out of nowhere. It was freaking this dude. You know, he would, you know, just the smallest thing made him erupt worse than any drill sergeant I ever had in the military to where it's like when I actually had to go into basic training for the army, my drones, my drone instructors didn't scare me nearly as bad. They still scared me, but not nearly as bad as what this guy did because this guy would just blow his top out of nowhere. And he would just cuss left and right and swear up and down and just be screaming all the time over the littlest things that would go wrong. That when a major problem actually happened, Oh my gosh, freaking watch out. But like what I noticed is that even at the age of 19, I was self-aware enough to know like, 
yo, I got to get out of this because I was taking that home into my family, into my relationships, into my, you know, my friendships and everything to where it was like, I would blow my gasket over just the littlest of things and who you work with just makes such a huge impact on your life. You know, again, over time, like the people you spend the most, you know, throughout your life, you know, from day one to day, you know, 80 years old, you know, the people that you spend the most time with in your life is your coworkers. So it is so freaking important that you guys have positive coworkers that want to make you better. They're going to challenge you. They're going to freaking rise you up, not tear you down. And are going to make you better in every single aspect of your life. So I'm going to challenge you to really think about your career and who you're surrounded by and maybe not changing your career, but just changing your workplace. Or I know a lot of you want to say like, Cody, I, I cannot financially give up my job. And I understand that, but you have to understand that your life is shorter than what you may think it is. And you need to not waste any of it, you know? So you may need to have a stepping stone job that actually doesn't mean something to you for a little bit just to get out of that toxic environment. So that way you guys can actually get a job later on, maybe six months from now or a year from now that you're actually passionate about. And yeah, you might need to regrind, you know, like it's your freaking mid to lower twenties again. And you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go back to doing 60, 80 hours a week until I'm financially stable to where I can just do the job that I love every single day with no questions asked. And every single person listening to this podcast has the ability to do that. Whether you have kids, a house, a mortgage, car payment, whatever it is, everybody has the capability of doing that. It's just whether or not are you willing to do the work to make that happen so we can have the long-term happiness, not just a short-term paycheck, right? And number five is toxic daily routines. And I may do another podcast on this later when I'm not sitting in a freaking freezing cold bathtub, but it's actually starting to warm up. I can't feel my legs anymore. But um, the last part is fixing your daily routines to where they are not toxic for you either. And what I mean by that is, you know, are you coming home every single day, Monday through Friday, and the first thing you do is you just turn on Netflix, you sit on the couch, and you watch Netflix for three to four hours, maybe two hours, or maybe even just one hour, but you do that Monday through Friday, or Monday through Sunday, or Monday through whatever your routine is, just religiously, and you always freaking do that all the time. If you do even just one hour a week of that, you know, if, or sorry, if you subtract one hour of that per week, like say you typically do three hours on Netflix a night and you just cut that down to two, you're saving yourself 52 hours a year that you could easily be doing something else with it, whether it's reading a book that's self-development, spending time with friends and family, cleaning the house so you just feel like you're more, you know, you know, successful and built up and, and you know, better off with the day, like you're more productive, you know. Find, you know, your most toxic habits that you do every single day. That's a routine. That's not because you want to do it. You're just doing it because it's routine at this point and you know what's bad. Some of you might be smoking. Some of you, you, I know I have people in my life that they would never go to bed without having a drink first. Maybe that's your one toxic trait that you want to get rid of here. That's going to make you just, you're at the average of who you are just that much freaking better. So I'm going to challenge you guys really hard to think about it that way and what are you going to get rid of that you just do all the time that you know is not good for you that you should get rid of every single day all right so fam i'm going to recap one more time really pick your friends choose your friends wisely number two watch your social media algorithms you have 
full control over those algorithms. They're going to tailor to who you are and what you're all about. So you have the ability to make adjustments on that. Number three is music. Careful about the music you listen to and just the time of your life, right? Not all the time, but just the cycle of the life you're in. Number four, watch your workplace environment. Maybe it's time to make a move. And number five, your daily routines truly matter. Make sure that all you know your daily routines are always positive and they're going to make you better and healthier somehow, some way, every single day. Tune in out, guys. I'm going to get out of this freaking bathtub. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Peace out. See you later.